0: Hey everyone. This is Carrie with Desert Mom. Welcome back. Um I'm super excited to be back. We have our internet up. We have our power on. The sun is shining here and it is not too hot. So I am super excited glorious day, and so much to talk about. So, so much to talk about. So, let's just get right into it, right? So, first of all, we went to Vegas a couple weeks ago um, for my husband who turned 40. So, again, happy birthday, babe. Love you. And then we also took my mom... My mom came out because she was turning 70, and that was so much fun. Like, their birthdays are, like, literally, like, two or three days apart. So, combined them, and also, you know, our son got to see his grandma, but not only that, my husband's mom came out and surprised him for his 40th, which was awesome. We kept it a surprise, and so our little guy got to see both his grandmas and he was so excited about it so we did a little gambling we did some pool day cabana style which is a must in vegas if you guys can swing it i highly recommend a cabana when you go to the pool in las vegas it's just so nice and then you get that shade um which is especially Important for someone like me who is pretty white, and I am not like my husband or my son who have that lovely tan, tanable skin. <laughs> um, so I'm super, I'm actually really happy our son got his skin because, but yeah, so we did Vegas. And it was, uh, it was fun. They gave us a room upgrade, which was nice. Um, and... (laughs) You guys know how when in college you could, like, go out and drink all night and then get ready the next day and still party? Well, we learned that... Although we have this spirit of, like, a 21-year-old, our bodies are very much not like, like, hey, girl, uh uh-uh. No. So, (laughs) on the Saturday night uh, that we were there, our little guy was staying with one of the grandmas, so we had a mom and dad, like, night out, which is very rare for us, so we took full advantage Um, and we went out to dinner, and then we had some drinks at the bar. We weren't drinking heavily, like, heavy drinks. Like, I was literally drinking IPA beers. Like, nothing too drastic. Watching the Ohio State game, go Bucks, and, uh, that was so much fun. Well, we left the... Bar apparently, or you know, the place where we ate, and up until that point, like, I don't remember anything after that because apparently Carrie cannot hold her alcohol like she used to be able to. Um, so so I have like little snippets of memory, and it's bad because we actually don't drink a lot as a family. Like we'll, we have like a six pack of beer and it'll stay in our fridge probably for at least six months. It's a little bit ridiculous, but we just want it there just in case we want a beer. So yeah, uh, when I go gambling, I really like the Buffalo machines because I seem to do good at that. So apparently we went to the slot machine and (laughs) if you can just picture it, like I'm a little toasty and, My husband's had a couple drinks, and apparently we ordered, like, Jack and Cokes at the slot, so that probably was our downfall. But there I am, playing the slot machine, and (laughs) apparently I'm like, have my hands up like you're praying to God, and I'm like, come on, Buffalo! Let's go, Buffalo! And then at one point, I guess... I'm, like, petting the buffalo on the slot machine. <laughs> a little ridiculous. But I guess it worked out because we did win a little bit of money. But, um, so we did that, and then we decided... I think we went and played a little bit of craps because uh, that is my husband's game of choice. He likes the crap tables. And I don't know very much about them. Um... However, like there was one time during the Vegas trip that we were there, there was a very rude guy, who we went up and we put our money in to get our chips, and we got our we got our chips, and he my husband was like just kind of settling his chips because apparently it's rude to bet in the middle of like someone rolling, so he was waiting his turn. And the guy, like the pit boss guy, was like, Oh, like, you're from this town? And it happened to be our hometown. So they were like chit chatting. Well, the gentleman to the left of us was not very happy about that because apparently we were rude and we threw off the whole vibe because we were talking. However, none of us had the dice. We weren't rolling. And he wasn't betting, so he wasn't like, Interrupting the roller. So, I look over and, of course, what hat is he wearing? A Michigan hat. And if you guys know anything about college football, Ohio State and Michigan, big rivals. And I was just kind of like, figures. Figures. He's from Michigan. He has an attitude. We didn't ruin it. And then, I guess he left, like, after a while getting into this beef, and he was, like, yelling at my husband. And, um, so he played a little bit, and then he left, and then I was like, I'm going to go play some slots. And then, when he came back, I guess he came back, and he did the one thing that you're not supposed to do. Like, he bet in the middle of a person rolling, which is apparently rude, on the tables. I don't know. I don't play... I don't play the table games very much, or if at all. So, um, I'm not sure on the etiquette, but this is according to my husband, who does play the craps when we go to Vegas. So all I'm saying is, uh, Michigan Hat Guy, practice what you preach. Okay. Okay. But yeah, we, um... For one day we got a cabana and we sat poolside, which I highly recommend, it is uh, fabulous. We love doing it. When you rent the cabana you don't have to stay there all day, you can come and go as you please. Our little guy very much loves the water, so it's worth it to us and it kind of saves you a little bit of money from spending it in the casino on gambling. So that that was... an all-in-all like fun trip it was fun to see my mom my mother-in-law it was nice that she came out it was the first time that she came out and just hung out with us and that was really really nice we all really enjoyed it and i hope that she did too she said she did so but while we were in vegas apparently back home we had these um in Arizona you get monsoons and so it's monsoon season but apparently there is uh, like microbursts happening and the winds in the microbursts were like 80 to 90 plus mile per hour winds and it was interesting because we were looking on our security camera and we we're like oh uh look there's like a big like it just looked like a dust storm and the next thing that we know, it was, like, a power fail. And we're like, what just happened? So I think after this, we are putting it on a, our security on a, a, cellu- a cellular network. Because um, we were actually talking about that before this. But after this storm, it's kind of made it clear that we should. Um but yeah, so we're like, what is going on? And then we go to Facebook, obviously, because apparently that's where, you know, you get all your news now. It's on Facebook. And our, home, our hometown, we just saw these feeds of power out, power out, power out. Our hometown had like 60 plus power poles knocked over so everywhere lost power like three little micro like the tri-state area lost power and that is so crazy we were like oh my god um like we felt lucky because we were in vegas so obviously we were worried about our house and like our fridge and our our pets um everyone else were like whoo and when i say like everywhere lost power guys like the complete the town was like completely dark and these days got to like 113 114 115 so you kind of need ac um they did have cooling stations for everyone which was good but apparently, after it first happened, people were running out and buying generators, and we just saw like on the Facebook threads how it looked like the apocalypse because people were trying to go to the gas station. So gas you couldn't get gas because obviously there's no power. If one opened, then everyone would like rush over to that gas station. All the grocery stores ended up throwing out like a ton of meat because and refrigerated stuff because they all lost power. Um, I mean, some people didn't even get power back for, I think, a week. And that is nothing on the power company. Like, they're working their butts off to get these power poles back up and running, and I, I fully believe that they did a pretty good job, like, excellent job in getting most of everyone's power back on within, like, a day or two. There was just some outlanders or outliers that didn't get power back for, like, a week. Which, obviously, they were staying at hotels when this was going on. It kind of boggles my mind because... One, like, I mean, Walmart was throwing out stuff. And it was just interesting because I looked at my husband and I was like, uh, like, Walmart legit, like, sells generators. Like, maybe because everyone, like, tried to go buy them all. I'm not sure. But if you're in an area that is, that, no, like, you get monsoons or storms, wouldn't you have a protocol to, like handle this stuff. I'm only saying this because when I went to um, when I lived in Ohio, going to Ohio State like, we would get ice storms. Like, that would last, like, a week. And everything would freeze. Now, our refrigerator stuff was okay because we would just take it out and put it outside and put it in the snow. But it would be cold. Like, you don't have power, but then we had the gas and there's like, other stuff we like looked at, but you knew you're gonna get it every year so you like kind of prepare for that so i'm not sure why the stores especially the stores like why aren't you prepared for something like that um for that happening it literally just like boggles my mind like why not have some generators that can run your your refrigerated sections of the store? So yeah, you might not be open because you lost your power, but at least you can run your generator so you don't lose that product. Because they were throwing out like millions of dollars of meat. It was it was kind of sad, and especially right now with everything going on with inflation and hard to get items. Um, the shelves looking more bare, I've noticed. Um, so yeah, that's just like, kind of like my thought on it meant. I mean, if you live in Florida, you know you're gonna have hurricanes, right? So like, I'm pretty sure the stores like prepare. So I feel like they should prepare a little bit better Out here Um, but that's just like my two cents so we are watching this all happen online and we're like okay and then all of a sudden we notice our cameras come back on so we were actually one of the lucky ones who didn't have our power out for too long I think it came out I think it came back on within like eight hours Which I would have known, if I would have known some of my friends didn't have power, I would have been like, go to our house. (laughs) Uh, Sleep in the AC. (laughs) Because it's hot. So that was crazy. And then, so we're driving back and we're just kind of like talking about things. And then we, uh, this drive back probably took a lot longer. Because in the middle of our drive back, our son lets us know that he has to go potty and he's a boy so you think like you know he can go on the side of the road but our son is so adamant he doesn't want to go anywhere except for a toilet which i guess i should be happy that he's not like running around like peeing everywhere but at that moment we felt so bad because we were literally like 15 miles like each way from a bathroom and he was holding it and so like it was causing him pain and so he was like almost he was crying and so we were getting frustrated because obviously like your child's crying and they can if we pulled over a couple times to try and get him to go potty on the side of the road but he refused um So that's just like hard to hear like your child's crying he could fix it if he would just pee on the side of the road but he refuses to so now we're like kind of speeding down this road which you can already go like you can go 75 but we're going slightly over but at the same time we don't want to get a ticket. And then we hit this town where he immediately dropped from, like, 75 to, like, 25. And so, like, the last mile, like, or not even, it's like half a mile in that town was excruciating. Because you could only go 25 miles per hour, and this is a speed trap. Like, there are so many cops in that town. Um, so if you guys go through Searchlight, slow down. To the speed limit because there is at least one cop on either side and they will catch you. So yeah so we finally made it to a bathroom and he was okay but it just took a lot longer to drive home. It should only take like a little over hour and a half but for some reason it felt like it took like three hours. (laughs) So yeah so we get home and we drive onto our, you know, our driveway and shingles, like our roof shingles everywhere. And so my heart immediately sinks because I'm like, oh crap, like creely. And so we... Luckily, um, we're good friends with our real estate agent and she knew a roofer. So we immediately contacted him that day and he came out and he looked like a two days later at our roof and he's like, Oh, you, you have like at least 40 tiles gone. So we're like, okay. And so he's all, all or, he's going to order some and hopefully they get here by Monday. Well, a Sunday night, there's, like, a big thunderstorm. So much water. <laughs> I was nervous, because I thought we just had, like, the plastic sheet. Like, I just thought there's no real protectant for our roof. But apparently, um... Because we had... I guess when we bought the house, we had three layers of roof on, um... Because they recently like redid the whole roof and they put the third layer on. Well, it was the second layer that was showing. So we did have protection. So I was like, okay, that was a little bit better. But the roofer apparently told us that the guy who put the roof on or whoever put our roof on didn't do it the right way. they, They used like these short little nails and that's the reason why our tiles came off. So I'm like, "Oh, great." They just did like basically a cosmetic job, I think, to be like, "Look at this brand new roof that we just put on incorrectly." I swear. So then um we so we talked to the guy and and he said he was going to come uh and look at like he said he was gonna to come to our roof and then he like didn't show up and it's almost like he ghosted us. And so then we tried to get in contact with like another roofer. We left him a message and they said that they were gonna come on Wednesday. But they never showed up. Thank you. So I had a little bit of a moment on Instagram because I was super tired. I'm super tired of... This is the only thing about um, living in this town. You hear about all these people being negative, being like, Oh, we need to have more workers. Uh, I need a job. I need to make money. Okay, well, guess what? We contacted you guys and... Nada. You guys don't even bother to show up. That's the same thing that happens, like, a lot if you sell on Facebook Marketplace here. (laughs) It's totally that meme of, hey, is that still available? And you're like, yeah, it is. And then nothing. They ghost you. You're like, why even ask the question? Like, why? I don't get it. Um, but thankfully I, uh, the original roofer that we contacted, he was just waiting for the tiles to come in and then he came and he did our roof and we got that done this weekend. So our roof is totally fixed. And so is our shed because, uh, it hit our shed too in the back. So he was able to patch that up. Super happy with his work. And he even, I think he even went around and, like, kind of re-nailed down some of the other tiles because, like I said, the person who put the original roof on used, like, these tiny little nails and they weren't even going to, like, our, the wood. So, he went and helped secure our roof a little bit more. So, very grateful for him. Um... If you're in the tri-state area and you need a roofer, uh, email me and I will get you his uh, contact information. He did mention that, like, the company that he works for, um, because he does this on the side, but his boss, uh, they got, like, 230 or 260 phone calls the day after the storm. So they are having issues in actually even getting out to inspect properties until like late October. So be patient and that's just his company. (laughs) So be patient. They're trying to do as much as they can. You know, it's a dangerous job. Be grateful. Okay. So that is our, that's been our life in a nutshell. Um, our little guy does start soccer soon. So I'm excited about that. He has his first game or practice next, this coming Sunday or Saturday. I think he's excited about playing soccer too. So we will see how that goes. So there's another incident. I know I was talking about like the whole um, school issue. So one thing that is interesting is there is a mom who is uh, her child goes to a public school in our in this area. I'm not sure which school it is but her child's in kindergarten so like 5 or 6 5 or, five or 6 years old and they were teaching them about 9-11 which is interesting because I guess 5 and 6, you can start, like, introducing them to what happened on 9-11. And, but... I just kind of think that you should be like, something bad happened on this day. It set a lot of other things in motion. And this is why we observe this day, because we lost uh, so many lives. Kind of like what we do with, like, Pearl Harbor. However, um... The teacher decided to show them a video that she didn't even herself watch first. And it was literally the video of the planes crashing into the Twin Tower and people jumping. Now, when this happened, because I was in high school when this happened, and that was traumatizing for me to see it on television as it was happening let alone a five or six year old to see and the questions that they must have had. I am all for like teaching about what happened in the past and obviously the history, it's very important. But it's almost like one of those situations where you kinda need to read the room. Like, do you really need to show these kindergartners Planes crashing into buildings and people jumping from them. And also, they didn't even tell the parents that this was happening. So, <laughs> I, if it was my child, I would be very upset. Because, one, if you're going to show a video like that, you need to tell me. And, two, you should allow me to, like, either if I'm going to allow my child to go and see it, like prep him for what's about to happen. Um, but seriously, like why, why are we so adamant as a culture right now to take away our children's youth? Like I almost feel like as a society we are pushing them to become adults sooner than they should. Like let them be kids. Let them have like their biggest worry be like so and so likes so and so or he took my peanut butter and jelly sandwich or uh, mom didn't let me wear these shoes today. Like let those things be their biggest worry and let them be children. Like, let them have a childhood. Like, why are we so adamant on pushing all these stuff and making them process all these big events happening in their life when they're literally like five years old? It is ridiculous. I remember... Do I remember when I was five years old? I think my earliest memory was uh, in first grade, and I got in trouble because in class because I was talking too much. <laughs> and I had to sit on like on a brick wall or whatever. It was a little like brick wall. But I also remember my friends in the class who were talking with me actually came and like sat with me. <laughs> So, like, you have those friendships, let them worry about, like, that stuff. Like, they have, a t- they have a lifetime to be an adult and handle these big situations, these scary moments. And also give the parents a chance to explain to their children what is going on in these, like, big scary moments. I don't know. I just want... I just want my little guy to be able to have that, like, sweet, innocent look in his eye. He... like, today. Today was Pirate Day at school, and he was so excited to dress up like a pirate. Those are the things that he needs to be worried about or excited about. Dressing up like a pirate. Things like that. Let them be kids. Let them be kids. That's all I have to say. Jesus. Yes, I'm Catholic, so my mom's probably going to be mad at me that I said the Lord's name in vain. But it's it's just like it's bothering me so much now. I just feel like people are taking certain things a little bit too seriously, and let's enjoy the little things, right? I. And when I say, like, enjoy the little things and people are, like, a little bit too serious nowadays, I really do mean that. Because I used to like watching a lot of the Bravo TV shows, but uh, the fans of the shows are making me not want to watch it anymore. Because the fans are taking things a little too serious and making everything about like, oh my god, can you believe she said that? She needs to be fired. Okay, stop with the automatic canceling of culture. Have a thought for yourself and think about it. These shows, we bring these women on not because they're like high pillars of society in that... We should look up to them. We bring them on for entertainment. And most of the time, it's because people get, they like make fun of them. The shows aren't that deep, and that's what they're supposed to be. They're not supposed to be that deep. They're supposed to be an escape from a reality of what is going on in your real life. So you have that one little moment of like, not having to focus what's going on in your life that's like being so serious or draining from you and you can reflect and be like, oh, like it's not that serious. <sighs> um, I watch this, uh, I watch this YouTuber all the time and uh, Zach Peter and I actually, ab- I love him. I absolutely love him because I feel like all the other YouTubers or podcasters I hear talk so negative about what is going on in the Real Housewives world or I feel like they just are on the bandwagon of oh we're going to trash this person so let's trash this person. However um, he really looks at the whole situation and he doesn't have a bias and he's like this is the facts. This is what's going on. So, I really appreciate that. (laughs) So, from Housewives to, uh, we just watched an interesting movie last night. I think it's on HBO. Um, I believe it's called Moonfall. Uh, but yeah. So, it was actually really interesting and it would probably speak to a lot of people who believe that, the moon is like made out of something or hollow or the moon landing. Cause it has like the NASA into it. And like, did they, was it all made up? Was it lies? What's going on? It was a really interesting movie and I really quite enjoyed it. So if you guys have HBO, which I believe it was, um, if it wasn't on HBO, I'll put a little note in it, note in the description to let you know where, where it was and how you can find it. But, uh, it was, it was interesting. I liked it. I actually quite enjoyed it. Our son watched, our son watched it too and, well, at least the end, cause he was, uh, off playing some video games, but he came back and he was watching it with us and he enjoyed it as well again i think it's like it's called moonfall i think sorry guys i'm like really bad with movie names <laughs> probably shouldn't have written it down but <laughs> was i prepared for today no <laughs> um i am still working on uh the Kristen smart case too So I will have a podcast going up about that. There's a lot of stuff that's coming out about, uh, in that case as well. I was a little bit bummed because I did a whole podcast and I thought I saved it, but I did not save it. So I have to redo it. And so that will be coming uh, shortly. So I'll end with this. So this whole like checkout, like grocery store, like you you do your own checkout you know, self checkout, and uh, I guess one of the WalMarts here recently did a revamp, and they actually have really nice self checkout uh, stations. But um, I wasn't at a Walmart. I was, I was at a, I was at Safeway, and I was checking out, and. As now that my son is in school, I am grocery shopping like early in the morning, so a lot of my other shoppers that I see are of retirement age and above. <laughs> and so I'm going to I'm going through self-checkout and I'm you know scanning everything, but it's almost like if I'm not moving fast enough the person who is overseeing self checkout automatically thinks that I need help, and so they come over and they're like, "Oh, well, so like, if you're done, you can just do this, this, and this, and this." And I haven't had my coffee yet, but I'm also like, "Girl, I used to like, I used to work in a grocery store. I know how to run these." And I'm literally just looking for my cash because I just hit the cash button. So give me a minute back off. I didn't say that, but I probably gave a look that probably exuded that. But over helpfulness actually is very annoying to me (laughs) because I'm like, okay, so if you want me to do all of this and then you're going to come over here and like want to talk to me and like tell me how to do everything, even though I'm doing it and it might be at a slower pace, Mind you, there is no line behind me. And there is, like, four other stands open. So it's not like I'm taking up a, a whole, like... It's not like I'm prohibiting anyone else checking out. It just annoys me. Because I'm like, if you, if you want to do these self-checkout situations, then don't have someone come over and hover me cover behind me, watching me do it. Because you are afraid of someone stealing or something. Don't have it. Just have regular checkouts. Because it's annoying as F. And that is probably, like, one of my biggest... Like, it's one of my biggest pet peeves. And my husband knows this. So, us going to through self-checkout as a family gives me unbelievably high stress like anxiety and so we don't usually do it because the self-checkout people usually come over and they want to be overly helpful but I'm like just let me do it I know what I'm doing and there's that little button that says like call attendant if you need help I will push that little button if I need some help so back off um It's just a hot button for me, (laughs) pun intended, because it annoys the crap out of me. We had it at, like, Home Depot, and then now we're getting it here and here. And so if you as a company are so worried that people are stealing from you, bring back the checkers and have normal lines. Don't do the self-checkout. If you do self-checkout, then obviously you're going to have to like accommodate for people are probably going to steal. Coming from the retail industry, I will tell you, people steal. And it's not the people who you think that are stealing. Okay? I used to work at a clothing store as an operations manager and people would still, like, they would bring in their little baby carriages with a fake baby and fake cry, like, you know, like one of those, and put, like, a cover over it so you think there's a baby in there. And then they would go into the dressing room and stuff as much clothes in there as possible and then try to leave. So the people who... Are stealing aren't really the ones that you think are stealing. (laughs) I mean, I don't think they thought I was stealing, but it was just, it's just annoying because I'm like, I know what I'm doing. Leave me alone. I want my personal space. Like it's my bubble. It's my personal bubble and you've entered my personal bubble. And when you do that before I've had coffee, that like just makes me like extra annoying. I don't know if you guys can relate to that, but I'm pretty sure you can. But that's just like... It just gets on my nerves like no other. So that happened to me like last week. And then... uh, But yeah. So that is what is going on right now. Um, I know it was kind of like all over the place. But I had a lot of stuff that I wanted to talk about and bring up. And... So just a friendly reminder: if you are in an area that gets like, you know, hurricanes, floods, whatever, just prepare yourself when that season starts. And also be patient with uh, people trying who with people who are trying to fix the problem. Because I can't tell you how annoyed I would get when I would look at Facebook and people would be so upset with the electric company. I'm like, dude, the electric company did not have, like, cannot control the environment, as far as I'm concerned. Uh, Unless they have, like, a magical machine that can bring about microbursts to destroy the power poles. (laughs) I don't know. (laughs) Um... A natural event happened. it caused some damage and they're trying to do the best that they can it's a dangerous job being a lineman and we need to respect their job because they're helping us get our power back and other other things it's just like one of those things like again uh, it's a, we have a society now that is very much I want it now give it to me now. And if it's not there in like 1.7 seconds, then everyone is pissed off. So how about I leave it on this note. How about everyone just take a deep breath through the nose, out the mouth, a couple more times, have some coffee, drink some tea, relax a little bit, Enjoy life. Enjoy the small things that are happening in your life. And, um, yeah. I hope you guys all have a wonderful week. And I will catch you on next week's podcast. Thank you.